Hey everybody, welcome to For the Record, episode number 69. I cannot believe we're almost to 70 of these. Hope everybody is settling in and about to have a great Friday and rest of the weekend. I'm super excited. I'm actually about to head out to go and photograph um, a DJ named Armin Van Buren who's playing at Oracle Arena here in Oakland. It's going to be fucking crazy. I'm so excited. It's going to be oh, it's going to be awesome. I've seen th- I've seen this show that he's done before. Um <clears throat> and he's done it he did it in San Jose, but it's basically him. He opens the show like he plays a a secret set sort of behind a curtain um of warm-up tracks and then plays his full show for like 3 hours and I'm photographing it, and we get to photograph from pretty much anywhere in the venue except on stage, um, and I'm so freaking excited. It's going to be incredible. Um, but anyway, I am. Uh, I wanted to make sure this episode went out today, of course, since it is Friday. Um, <clears throat> today's episode is sponsored by Audible.com. Tired of wanting to read all the time and never having the time to do so? Use Audible.com. Audible gives you access to over 180,000 top-notch and high-quality audiobooks. Just grab your smartphone, tablet, or computer, put in your headphones, and listen to your favorite books and new titles anywhere you go. You could be on your commute, at the gym, when you're on a break at the office, uh, wherever you wherever you want. Um, in order to get a free audiobook and free 30-day trial, visit audibletrial.com slash shamelesspromo. Once again, audibletrial.com slash shamelesspromo. Alright, this episode is episode number 69 with The Narrative. They're a duo from Nashville, Tennessee. Um, they play, uh, uh, this, they play a really great brand of just, I, I call it indie rock, I don't know if you'd call it alternative, it's kind of within that category but they're they were fantastic so i spoke with it's a duo so i spoke with Susie zeldin and jesse gabriel who are the minds behind it uh we talked about the making of their uh the long delayed record um golden silence which came out on december 2nd of last year um we were supposed to have the chat back in december and we just uh, there was some confusion um on uh call times and things like that so we thankfully got it rescheduled for now but um it was such a pleasure chatting with Susie and jesse just about their about their writing process and and how the album came to life it's it's a great record so please go pick it up golden silence um all right well without further ado here is um episode 69 of for the record with the narrative Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, Darren, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing well. Um, just uh, eh, nothing. Just going through the work day, getting ready for uh the weekend and all that good stuff. Getting ready to relax a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's a good feeling. 
for sure. Um, uh, how about you guys? Uh, same, getting ready for the weekends. Um, looking forward to relaxing a little bit, getting together with Jeff, writing some music, hopefully. And um, I don't know. Yeah, hopefully we have a date. We have, we, have, right date. we have a date, but sometimes we just hang out. Like, we hang out. For sure. <laughs> we're supposed to ride. That's what we're hanging out tonight. <laughs> I know we're hanging out tonight. <laughs> Fantastic. So, um, yeah, so we're, we're getting ready to go to dinner in a little while with um, some friends and um, spouses and such. And then tomorrow we have a writing date. <laughs> nice. That's good. Um, well, yeah. so, oh, I completely forgot. You guys are... You guys are a few hours ahead of me. You're in um, uh, Tennessee, if I'm correct, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, good. I got it. Um, so, well, one of the first questions I had was actually about uh, your location and um, and the way that it kind of played into the music you guys wrote. Because you're originally from New York, uh, from what I've read. You guys are, were uh, born in Long Island and kind of worked from there. But what, um, I guess, what was it that made you guys want to relocate to uh, Nashville in terms, in comparison to a place like, uh, maybe a little bit, uh, like out towards Los Angeles or somewhere in Southern California. Like what, what was it that drew you to Nashville more? I think we have, while they intertwine a little, we have different reasons. So Susie, I'll let you start. Susie moved out here first. I did. I moved out to Nashville first. Um, Jesse and I were both living in um, in New York City, um, Jesse was up on the Upper West Side, and I was in Brooklyn. And believe it or not, it's really not all that different than living in <laughs> two very different places, like two different states sometimes, um, just because, you know, it's, it's a challenge. The proximity was a challenge, for sure. But, um, but yeah, I actually, you know, we, we came through Nashville, some, like, on tour a bunch of times back like when we were touring, and then um, I just really liked it, so it always stood out to me as a place that was really warm and friendly, and I really liked the music community here. So um, I started kind of just getting a little bit, a little bit tired of the New York grind, you know. Like it was, um, it was a, it's a really wonderful place, um, but I've lived there a long time, and I was just a little bit exhausted. Um, by the hustle and bustle and really wanted to be in a mind, mind frame where I could relax a little bit more and where there wasn't as much focus maybe on, you know, getting ahead or being the most successful person in the room <laughs> or anything like that and, um, and just be somewhere that I could kind of like distance myself from, from that kind of a go-gettery, um, yeah. business-y lifestyle. <laughs> I mean, not to say that you know, that, that doesn't exist in the music community because obviously it does, but I was looking for a change of pace and I, I really liked Nashville and for some reason it just kind of, it came up in my mind as a place that I'd love visiting. So I just was like, I don't know, it seems pretty good. I started looking at, you know, moving apartments, getting a little bit more space in New York because I was living in a 325 square foot apartment yeah. <laughs> and wow. um, didn't, have a, <laughs> didn't have a lot of room to make music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> didn't have a lot of room to really exist, you know, and um, and um, when I started looking for, you know, a big bigger places that just it, the cost benefits just started weighing in favor of moving to a different location entirely. So I came out here hoping for a fresh, you know, a fresh perspective, a fresh 
start, more space, um, more laid-back lifestyle, and just to be in a place where nearly everyone you meet is in music. <laughs> um, whereas in New York, you have this, like, amazing uh, collection of people that are doing all different kinds of things. Um, you can meet anyone in literally any field, but in Nashville, it really is, if you're traveling in music circles, I mean, it is not hard to meet a person that's just as passionate as you are about music. And I really love being around that energy, so that's kind of what brought me here. Plus, my husband is a producer, too, so it wasn't a bad move for him either. Um, and as far as L.A., sorry for the drawn-out answer, but as far as L.A. goes, I think for me, honestly, my family is in New York, and it was just a little far, <laughs> a little too far for me. Um, I like L.A. I kind of wish that you know, I could live in a place that has the L.A. weather, and maybe one day we'll end up there, but for now, this seems like the, the better place to go. For sure. I mean, it sounds like uh, just, I mean, from hearing what you said, it it feels like it was more of a move, not just, uh, it, it was more of a move for the craft and for the love of doing it, which is, I think, you see a lot of people move to Los Angeles because they do want the craft, but they're there because they, it's kind of, they they want to be closer to the business side of things sometimes, and, and then it, it maybe it can it can it can kind of warp it the idea a little bit when you're around like the, uh, when you're around so much of the LA lifestyle in terms of all how because of all the booking agents all the management teams everything is down there for the most part um so i think i think it's cool that you guys or that you wanted to move there uh because of the it just sounded like it was much more about the music itself which i i, I really liked yeah, I think that's pretty spot on, actually. Like, I think that in a similar, like, L.A. has a lot more similarities to New York, I think, than Nashville does, and um, it definitely would be, would have been less of a change, although still probably any any change might have been good. <laughs> but um, but this one felt right for, for just those reasons. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, I think we've never, yeah. we've never been that attracted to the, like, let's make music for the business parts of it. For sure. Um, so very much. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll, make, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure a little quicker. Uh, Thanks, Jeff. No, you're all good. Pretty, sorry. This is saying sometimes for everyone today. Um, so uh, similar, like very similarly to New York, I got pretty, I mean, to New York, to Susie, I got pretty sick of New York. Um, so uh, I think for me it was more, I didn't mind as much the small space as I did like being on the subway and people like coughing in my face. I just don't want to get sick of that after that amount of time. Um, but uh, I think, you know, my wife and I, we kind of knew we were going to try to head out of New York. Uh, we moved about a year after CD and Brian did it, and I think we were really on a timeline where like, we want to leave New York at this point in time. Uh, and we had a bunch of cities that we wanted to visit. And I personally would have checked out LA even, um, but my wife was definitely not into that. Uh, but we wound up not ha- like we wound up just not having the time or really money to go visit all the places that we wanted to. Um, and we wound up visiting Susie and Brian in Nashville, uh, and they had been trying to recruit us out there for a while. And I think you know we really uh, we kind of just like grew attached to it really quickly. 
Um, so I think a lot of that was the, the music tribe there, uh, which did a great job of like take, showing me like specifically like, hey, this is all the stuff that kind of goes on here. Uh, and then I remember like a very pivotal moment. Uh, my wife was like, she was like, okay, it's fine, but like, and she's like, I guess I could live here, but she wasn't particularly excited about it. So a very pivotal moment was we went to they do this like summer concert series every year. Uh, it's called Live on the Green. It's just like a free concert series with great bands. Um, and uh, we went to that, and I think like my wife sort of like recalled what it was like to be actively involved in like a music scene and watch bands play. And, like I think she felt this really like overwhelming like feeling of oh this is great like healthy to be around. Uh, and I had the same kind of experience. So. I think we were kind of like, well, we're either going to move to Nashville, which at that point we felt good about, or we're probably going to wind up staying in New York for at least another year. So that was an easy decision to make. For sure. Um, get, so you go, you make the move from Long Island to Nashville. Was the was the first album you guys had put out, had it been done at that time? Had you guys come together as um, as a collective in, in that period, or did that come after the move, out of curiosity? Everything uh, so we were, actually, go ahead, yeah, like pretty much everything we've done has, like, we've uh, been here about two years, uh, two years, is that right? A little less? Yeah, coming up on two years yeah. in uh, and, March. And I, I've, I've been here like uh, eight months or something like that at this point, so yeah. we're pretty fresh to this area, and pretty much every, you know, we've been writing music together since like 2008, I think the first album we put out was in 2010, uh, it, or, no, it was in 2008, I think. Um, and so everything that we've done has been like while we were in New York. And uh, for the most part, like for most of those years, we were, while we both grew up in Long Island, we were living like in Manhattan uh, and moved to Brooklyn for a little while. For sure. Um, in terms of in terms of Golden Silence and the way that it came together, there was, I mean, from what I had read, it was very, the idea of it was, um, and the record sounds fantastic, by the way, but the, um, the, yeah, of course. Uh, the original, like the concept for it, with the orchestral arrangements and the different foundations and those things like that. I guess with the process of doing that and then kind of slowing down a little bit, walk me through a little bit of, I guess, what happened during that time and where it, from the moment of where the album had started up until what we hear today as Golden Silence, if that makes sense. That's a lot of time. Are you sure you have? <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Right. It started to kick us off. Well, I think, um, you know, we started writing the songs for what ultimately became Golden Silence. I think, you know, just after, you know, a year or so of touring and um, on our first, on our full-length record, um, so we kind of got into the process of, you know, writing the songs and pre-producing them, got, got really excited about it, right, this is a fantastic barn, kind of wanted to, I mean, already, like, I think this was, like, 2012, so we, we were starting back then, and we were already feeling like, we need to do this somewhere else, like, we need to get out, like, of Long, you know, we were practicing still on Long Island at that time, even though I think both of us were living um, living in Manhattan or Brooklyn, you know, somewhere in the city, more city part of New York as opposed to the suburb, the suburban part. But we were still out in the suburbs, you know, doing our rehearsals, doing our writing sessions there, and feeling like, oh, I can make this record, like, somewhere more 
more inspiring than this. So we rented this really great barn in a little town called Jewett, uh, New York, which was upstate, you know, around like three hours north of Manhattan or so. And um, we recorded there. It was really amazing, actually. Um, we had brought in, um, you know, all of our the people that were recording with us. We brought all of our gear. We set up a studio. We had, you know, fires going every day. <laughs> it was like a really great vibe um, for recording. And we were cooking group meals, and, and it felt awesome. And then, you know, we did as much as we could with our pretty grand ambitions uh, <laughs> in, like, a about a month of locking ourselves, you know, in into that situation. So once we finished that, you know, we kind of had to go, you know, you can only escape your life for so long, and then you kind of have to get back get back into it. So we, we kind of left the barn, and over the next, you know, six months or so, we were trying to piece together, how can we get, how can we get like, a flautist to play this part that's written? You know, like, where can we find a bass clarinet person that was a horn section or a string section and so it took a long time to get that together on a budget and it kind of the process kind of naturally just started to slow down as we started to like look for these other textures that we wanted to include on the record um and so the momentum kind of just uh, it dipped a little bit and then because it dipped other things became priorities and when you have too much time to think about something you start to second guess yourself and I think it kind of spiraled out a little bit from there, if that makes sense. And so, you know, then a lot of the focus became, well, how are we going to put this out anyway? And who's going to put this out? And so we kind of made this decision to, to wait and not actually release the material until we had a plan for, um, like, for the, the team that was supported, essentially. And so <laughs> once... Once we made that decision and we didn't have that team in place, the uh, the urgency kind of fell off a little bit. <laughs> and um, and believe it or not, like this time just flew by. And that's kind of, I mean, Jess, I don't know if you want to add anything to that, but I think that's pretty much what happened. And it took us a long time to like rally ourselves back up, you know, to get it done. Um, yeah. yeah, it's also at a certain, like at a certain point with all of that stuff happening, like it just. The more, I guess, like, time that you, uh, I want to say waste, uh, or, like, ignore doing things for, um, that when you're kind of in that position, I mean, we were sort of in this position where, you know, we were still a relatively small band, um, but we were getting great opportunities, uh, and I think that's kind of the time that you have to seize that moment and drive that momentum home as much as possible, yeah. and when you let that slip away from you, uh, those opportunities start disappearing and, and it becomes harder to get them back, I think. Um, and then you start feeling more and more like you're, you know, kind of fighting an impossible battle. Uh, and, you know, obviously at the same time where, you know, years are going by, we're getting older, priorities are shifting in terms of like, hey, can I imagine myself living again, like for a year out of a van uh, and like not having an apartment to, to come home to or... Um, you know, things like that, and you start to question, like, well, you know, is that even the lifestyle I want, like, in terms of quality of life? Uh, and, you know, can I make a life for myself where music is the thing that I'm doing, and I have all these other things that I've now, like, grown accustomed to? Um, and so, you know, then you start doubting that ability, uh, and then, it, you know, we just wind up kind of continuously putting off the music side of our lives uh, in favor of these 
these other things that that's all more like I guess reachable. That is an insane story. I mean, I'm I'm glad that the record made it to the light of day. That's I mean, that's that's crazy. Sounds like we're a bunch of lazy people. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I mean, it's a hard thing. Like when you're figuring out when you're when you get when you go to make that record or you go to make that album. That's that's uh, I guess not not necessarily more ambitious, but it's 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 almost maybe a little bit bigger than yourself at that point. And then all the all of the different complications and roadblocks kind of um, get in your way, it almost, yeah, it, it completely sidelines you. I don't think it makes anybody, it doesn't make anybody lazy. It just makes you go, well, shit, all right, what do we do here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think, you know, we definitely, we started from a place where we were like, hey, this is, we're going to make this the best thing that we've ever done, the thing we're most proud of ever doing. And then we got to a point where it's like, even if that's true, who cares anymore at this point? Like, what? Like, you know, it felt like never the right time to release it because we couldn't figure out a timeline. It was going to be like more than us just saying, "Hey, we have a new album out." And then, truthfully, I think we got to the point where it was like, "Well, it doesn't that doesn't necessarily matter." And also, there are like over the years, continuously, people like our fans kept mocking us or sending us really nice emails or you know any number of things that are like, "When's that album coming out?" I think we had sort of given up on ourselves more than other people had, and eventually just felt like, hey, you know, it's the right thing to do to put this out for us and for them, and not even to worry about where it takes us. Uh, let's do our best with it, but then let's just kind of put it behind us and move forward and continue to make music versus continue to be stagnant. Do you think that when it comes time to make the next um, album or EP or what, whatever, I guess whatever the next step is in in the project that is the narrative, do you think that you guys might ever go back to experimenting with the orchestral elements or with the uh, the foundations and some of the different ideas, or is that do you think that's kind of thrown out the window? Oh, I don't think that we're gonna throw that out the window. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think. I think we really liked that part of it a lot, actually, and um, I think some of the things that we're really proud of on this record are the like those textures and additional like kind of like land sound landscapes that we were able to create, you know, by going in those directions. So I think it actually opened us up more to wanting to introduce new elements into our music whenever they seem like they can be cool and not really being afraid to do that. I do think that what <laughs> what we won't do again is sit on a record for that long. <laughs> um, you know, I, th- I think we've learned that it's better to release music than not to release music, no matter how many, um, you know, no matter how perfect you want it to be, that like, it kind of, it doesn't matter how much time you really spend on it. It's never going to be perfect, perfect. You just have to be happy with it, you know, and you have to exceed your own expectations and then go go for it, you know, and not be afraid to say, like, oh, I didn't do this part, I didn't do that part, like, let me delay, delay, delay. So I think we're still going to experiment with that stuff for sure. Being a musician that's a perfectionist. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say, I think, you know, it does come obviously, you know, comes down a little bit to prioritization. You know, if, if we're prioritizing more, let's put an album out in, in a certain amount of time. Uh, I think it, it could potentially limit, you know, 
like we probably wouldn't be able to do it the same way that we did last mm-hmm. night. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I mean, Susie and I haven't really had a chance to discuss, you know, what's the next album going to sound like yet in detail. But I've definitely thought about in terms of how do you balance the time it takes to, to put something like that together. Um, and really, you know, for me personally, I think was that came down to uh, the orchestral experimentation uh, was was incorporating sounds that were um, a little more unique than stuff we've uh, done in the past, and also really just incorporating elements that that gave the song a particular stylistic approach. Uh, and I think I, I mean I love that. I'd love to probably not. I don't want to drop that stuff out completely, but I think that there probably are other sounds we can experiment with that continue to pro- progress the music in a way. Um, that maybe would be less time-consuming. And again, I haven't thought through it that much, but um, I think from that perspective, it's like I almost think of it more as like, you know, not let's not talk about orchestral uh, instruments in terms of like a specific instrument, but more of like this is a different approach that we took to, to writing and recording music uh, and to try to bring something more unique um, to the songs. And that's something I think we can definitely continue to do. Uh, and if timeline becomes a really big issue for us, I think there are other ways to accomplish that that goal as well. Absolutely. Um, well said. Yeah, very well said. Um, given everything, I mean, given given the entire story of Golden Silence and everything that that preceded it, up and just just the entire process of it, was there a track that that on the record, I guess, represents? the entire process of it or the the overall theme of the album in your opinion because sometimes i'll know that or sometimes there are um bands or or groups that will have that one song on the record that's like this sums up everything that we were talking about or our entire experience with this did you guys have that experience with any of the tracks on on the album not in a specific way (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Not like definitely. Definitely, this song is was written to be you know the song that sums up the whole record. I don't think we had anything quite like that. Gotcha. That's right. I mean, maybe you have more. Of it, right? um, I mean, more I, like that. probably like doesn't embody all. I mean, for me, I guess the song that popped out that just feels more of like this was like the song that I think we put together that you know might not be the best song on the album, but it feels very much like hey, we like this sort of has all of these new elements that, that we're really trying to capture uh, in a specific way, uh, which is the last track on the album, A Bird. Uh, mm-hmm. There's just like a lot of really interesting orchestral stuff on there. Um, another thing that we were sort of aiming to do with a lot of these songs was actually paring down to the sort of like root instruments, like the piano, uh, drums, guitar, bass. Uh, and I think a lot of those parts in that song also are very simple, uh, which which allows the room for the orchestral uh, instruments to come in and take over a lot. Um, but at the same time, there's definitely still chunks of the song that feel very much like a lot of the older stuff we've recorded. Uh, and I think that it was important to us uh, also to not abandon, uh, you know, where we had come from in many ways. So uh, that's the song that's kind of just like jumped out at me, but I would agree with Susan too. There's nothing that's like, hey, this is the record, like the record summed up in that song necessarily. Gotcha. Yeah, I'd say the suburbs definitely takes, like, from, like, a production and, like, 
you know, from like the perspective of like how we crafted the sound of that song, I do think that that song like embodies kind of like the whole record sonically, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, no, and like sort of where we're coming from sonically for sure. Yeah. Well, that, that makes perfect sense. Uh, the, great. Perfect. Um, well, we'll, um, we're going to wrap this up. I just have a couple more questions, but, uh, thank you again for your time. It's been such a pleasure to talk with, uh, with both of you about the album and just the, I mean, the whole story behind it. Thank you for your time. Of course. Um, so these are, these are the last two questions that I ask as a way to kind of close things out there. I only give this preface because they're a bit broader. So if I ask them, it's kind of like, well, that's weird. It, that explains why um so um the first question is um what kind of message if you guys have one would you like fans to walk away with after listening to your music well do you mind if i take a stab just go ahead i mean i think that we want with fans listening to this record i think we want them to come away feeling like they've connected with some of the experiences or the lyrics or that they've been um, somehow emotionally connected to the melodies or some like, you know, kind of like indescribable connection that feels personal. I think like a lot of our songs come from a place of personal experience or observation about other people's experiences. So, um, if there's uh, anything I can ever hope for, is that someone hears a song and like feels connected with that personally. Um, and we've had experiences with people reaching out to us and letting us know that's the case. Um, and, and that always feels amazing. And I kind of never want to lose that, you know, that honesty, I guess. Does that answer your question a little bit? Yeah, that's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Um, and I guess the last question is, what does music mean to you? That's why you take this one. Oh, that means something different to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I guess I've always like, I've like always felt this um, thing about music uh, that comes from a very young age. Uh, when I was, you know, I've always always been like super in love with music. You know, I've always listened to like tons of music. It was always the thing that I, I knew I had, no matter what mood I was in that I could rely on, uh, in a sense. So, um, I guess, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that I've, that I think about and that I also, you know, want people to get from our music, um, in terms of just it being a source of comfort, uh, whether that's a source of comfort over being excited or over being sad or over anything, uh, this kind of, you know, I think that music is, is that like comfort. Um, to me, and I hope is to other people. Uh, and at the same time, it's a source of inspiration, I think, um, without being so enamored by the music that I listen to uh, and that I still listen to now, I, I would never have felt inspired to make my own. Um, and I don't think music needs to inspire you to make music, but uh, if it inspires you really to do anything, then, you know, I think uh, that's, that's great and that it's doing its job. Um, so yeah, I guess I'd say music is a source of comfort and an inspiration. Awesome. Perfectly said uh, from from both questions. Thank you both so much for doing this. And uh, lastly, uh, where can people find you guys online and where can they go pick up uh, Golden Silence? They can pick up a 
digital copy of Golden Silence by going on iTunes or Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Yes, we do like our Bandcamp quite a lot. So we're on there, um, but there are other places as well. All of your traditional online retailers will have it. And but, every um, major music retailer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, we have some merch on our website at thenarrativemusic.com. Mm-hmm. And we have um, copies of older albums and vinyl. Yep. Well, we're ho- hopefully we'll have a, some kind of a physical release for this record sometime in the near future or the not terribly distant future. Um, but for now, yeah, you can catch us on our website, also Facebook um, and Twitter and Instagram and all of those places where people ignore their the life stuff right in front of them and then stare at a screen. <laughs> awesome. All right, well, thank you. Thank you again. Um, I'm going to get try and get this up next week, and we'll go from there, and we'll send it over to you guys. But uh, thank you so much again, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Thank, thank you. you so much. Have a great weekend. Awesome. Take care. You have a great weekend as well. Bye. Bye. Bye.